His name is Elon Musk. And here's Elon's uh, tweet that he put out yesterday. I'm looking forward to working with Twitter board to make significant improvements to Twitter in the coming months. Gasp, cheers, whatever it is. Elon Musk has a lot of money and he's bought a hunk of Twitter. Now he's on the board. And the question is out there, what is he going to do to the platform? And how is he going to improve it? It could have huge implications for Twitter and not just about who's uh, kicked off or allowed on, but about the interpretation of freedom of speech. Freedom of speech doesn't mean you can say whatever you want. All the stuff that we're asking ourselves about social media when we see the effects of it. Adam Oldfield joining us, Global News Radio 640 tech expert, president of FPM3.com. Adam, how are you? I'm well, I'm well. Thanks for having me. Great to have you, Elon. Uh, hip name, lots of money, changing things, flying into the outside of uh, planet Earth. But Twitter is about talking to each other on planet Earth. What do you think here? How much do you think well, he's going to change things? Well, let me be clear. You know, I follow Elon Musk as I do on many things when it relates to text and uh, tech and so forth. I, I can say that. This was a strategic plan from Elon from a, for a while. And it's no secret that we know that Elon is in, uh, a part of SpaceX, Neuralink, uh, obviously Tesla. And, you know, the teaser he's been playing as Twitter's been his main communication form has been always, uh, you know, highlighted as to he's disturbed uh, the securities office. He's he's got into debates online with celebrities. Um, so the, the announcement of his taking over was, I wouldn't say a shock. It was more of a, you know, uh, the announcement of freedom of speech. Don't be confused. That's kind of like, look over here, folks, we're about to do a sleight of hand. Elon Musk has a much, much bigger uh, mindset. And let, let me let me preface this with a lot of things. First of all, we've seen Facebook move to Meta. We've seen Google move into the new direction of advertising and developing alphabet and robotics, so to speak. This is, in my opinion, Elon Musk, yes, freedom of speech and social media, but Twitter has been a stagnant uh, operation. They're 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 not growing in uh, individual users. They he's one of the largest with 80 million uh, uh, followers in regards to Twitter. But the real thing here, though, is the fact that Tesla, as it announced months ago, is going to not be just a car company. It's a technology company. He wants to enhance that. He's also very interested in getting into the gaming industry, video games, streaming games. He's announced that with Tesla that 50,000 games are going to soon be available in the Tesla because the mindset is the car is the computer. It will be transporting, but you will want to use the car as a system to play in while it's charging or traveling or otherwise. So uh, we got metaverse is going to be huge. And Elon Musk is huge when it comes to cryptocurrency, which he's very much been outspoken with how Twitter has handled it with regards to setting up a, uh, a an NFT profile on Twitter linking to a cryptocurrency wallet. This, I'm going to tell you, is just one step of his bigger, bigger picture of bringing it all together for technology. Purposes. Okay, cars, Twitter, and cryptocurrency and gaming all coming together. I, I see a bow. I don't know what it's, uh, what it's making. <laughs> what new thing have we got here, Adam? 
Well, the fact of the matter is he's invested a large amount of his earnings into Twitter, and those are cash investments to own that percentage of stock. Plus, we now have been told he's on the board of directors. So he's one of 12 voices. That doesn't mean he's going to have authority to do what Elon likes to do, but he's a bit of a vocal gentleman, and he tends to like to have a lot of direction. Plus, it sounds like there's a lot of the board members and management at Twitter that love the fact that he's bringing his mindset to the table. Twitter needs some sort of injection of change. They need to invigorate something within that uh, social platform. And I believe that this is what we're going to see with Elon. Elon Musk is going to bring those ideas to Twitter that's going to generate the excitement that's going to have people participate. And I say it's a five-year plan that he's going to roll out with all the things I just mentioned earlier. There is concern because sometimes bad things happen on social media. Sometimes they go too far. We all believe in freedom of speech, but we've had to ask ourselves who who has that freedom. It happens in everything we do. We have to stop at stoplights, even though we don't feel like it. Is he going to take the red light out of the stoplight here on Twitter, in your opinion? No, I don't know. And, and as I mentioned, he won't have the full authority to do that. It takes the full board to be able to support that. And I don't believe they're going to jump on that uh, messaging train that he, you know, we're thinking he's going to say, you know, it's going to be uh, no longer categorized. Freedom of speech is no longer going to be stifled, and Donald Trump's account's not going to be reactivated because Elon Musk is on board. That I don't believe. I think it's like I say, it's a sleight of hand. It's a great speaking topic. It's a great rationale, but there's much, much more behind the curtain with Elon Musk, and it is a business decision. He's an entrepreneur. This is not a, this is not something that he can say. I don't like the fact that they're kind of uh, controlling what I say through my through my social media. This is truthfully, that may be a, a, an element of it, but he's got a lot more of an agenda behind it. And it is a business revenue generating agenda that I can be 100% clear on. Okay. And how do you know these things, Adam? Well, because as an entrepreneur, I do a lot of investments and I follow a few things in my <laughs> own practice when it comes to business. And you don't just buy into something because I feel, even though he's a billionaire, he's not a billionaire because he frivolously throws his money away. He has uh, done so in some circumstances. As an example, the Boring Company has not done very well. On the other side, it's, his little tunnel company has done well under the premise of the Boring Company. So he's, uh, like every entrepreneur, you kind of throw things against the wall. Twitter is a very established social media, one of the first uh, founding social media uh, uh, elements. And I believe he can see this as a, uh, it needs something and he can bring that to the table that's going to generate that revenue. Add in the bonus, hey, I get to tweet and Twitter and if they give me a little pushback, I'll have some say. I think he's going to have more arguments with the board uh, and the management within Twitter with the direction that he'd like to take. But truthfully, I believe it's more of a, a game plan for Twitter to to invigorate itself very much to what we're seeing the other players, Facebook and Google and Amazon. All of them are trying to be that next game going individual technology that needs to draw more individuals to it to generate revenue. Yeah. Is that necessary? What about people who don't want to play games on Twitter? Um, it's not about the people playing games on Twitter. It's more of a social media development of a headline communication tool. So, I mean, think about it in the way of, uh, you know, again, this is a, a video gamers would probably appreciate that users joining in, you know, Twitter's got so much data 
similar to Facebook of users, what you post, what you share, what you, what you talk about, what you like, all of this is data collection. That data collection has not been utilized the way right, that Facebook now has. Now you're making me nervous, Adam. Now we're all making nervous. <laughs> we got enough data out there. You see it as opportunity. Others say, hey, I just wanted to talk to people on Twitter. Adam Oldfield, thank you for joining us. We appreciate it, I think. Thank you. <laughs> thank you so much. All right. Adam is Global News Radio 640 tech expert, president of FPM3.com. I don't know. I don't want all those things on Twitter. Uh, Elon, if you're listening, I'm just not into it. Thank you, producer Mary Feely and technical producer Dave Spargala. I'm Arlene Bynan, and it has been my pleasure sitting in here for Jeff MacArthur. Don't go away. There's lots more coming up. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.